thank y'all. Thank y'all for always listening. Welcome back. It's Trady. We got a special spotlight today. I had to go talk to Mikey Banker, one half or one third of the delinquents. If you've been following Naptown All Pro, you've seen this whole delinquent falling apart, cracks in their shield happening. This Sunday, Naptown All Pro. New venue, the Urban Theater, 5505 East Washington Street. Make sure you're there. But the delinquents, well, one third, however you look at it. Josh Fuller versus Jet Jagori and Mikey Banker is the guest referee. We talk to him. We find out about his love of wrestling. We find out how you feel about this situation and a lot, lot more. And find out who he loves because he just loves this person. He says this about three times. You can watch the video version on the YouTube. More information on Naptown All Pro. Go to NaptownAllPro.com. Sponsor a seat for a child. But let's get right into this spotlight and we'll probably see you tomorrow with a little bit more. Not here, you missing out. This show. Hi, my name is Mikey Banker. I am one half of the Lincoln, or you might as well say three halves. Whoever cares. I'm Mikey Banker, I'm out of the DMV area. If I love wrestling, you love wrestling. We love wrestling. We're back, guys. We're back in January. You know, we took a break in December, but we got some things that we needed to do in 2022 all through Naptown Pro. There's been a lot of things going on, but this person right here, he's a delinquent. If you've been watching the shows, they on IWTV. If you've been to the shows, this is a name that you cannot, you cannot come to a show and not notice and not remember when you leave the show. We have one half, if you really care, one third. Eh, we'll talk about it. Of the delinquent. We have Mikey Baker. How are you doing today, sir? Man, I'm doing pretty good, man. Thank you for letting me come on, man. Well, thank you for coming on. You know what I'm saying? No, 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 no. Thank you, man. Man, we just a small place here, man. You know, we get no, no. out here. So, no, no. one thing, in, one thing in life, you don't let nothing be smaller than anything, man. This right here, I'll be honest. I was more excited when you told me, "Hey, you want to come on?" I'm like, shucks. Man, <laughs> have me excited. Just know I'm excited, man. Let's get into it. You know, I, I was gonna bring you on, but then you also said some. And I'm gonna go into this before I ask my first question that I always ask. He was like, "Man, we could start a we love wrestling group out here and just start beating people up." And that <laughs> cracked me up so much. Uh, we'll, we'll get back into that. But the first question I always ask here is, "Why do you love wrestling, or what started your love for wrestling?" Well, can I start with what, what started my love for wrestling real quick? Yeah, just a quick one. So my mom, my mom had me at a very young age down here. My mom was like 17 when she had me. My grandmother had to take care of me most of the time when she was like, you know, off at work all the time. One day my grandma just kept on saying, I don't know what to put on TV for you to keep you sitting down. One day she flipped on the wrestling. And I remember this, I just remember this one thing. It was the rock in the ring with uh, his cousin, you know, Rikishi. Mm-hmm. And they was just going off in the mouth and uh, rock. I'm like, yo, who is this dude talking? And my grandmother, in the middle of cooking food, is like, yo, that's the rock. So at the time, super young, didn't know how to read and stuff. And she said that to me. I was like, yo, my grandma knows a lot about wrestling. And I'm sitting there watching her. He's like, yeah, that's the rock. He's a champion. He's a, he's, yeah, he's a big champion. That guy right there, big Samoan guy, Rikishi. Then all of a sudden, Rikishi bags it up on the dude and shakes his butt in his face. And I watched that whole Friday night SmackDown. I mean, SmackDown, I was like, man. It just got me hooked on it. 
Yo, those old SmackDowns back in the day. Oh man, was, was was it, it still up in the on the on the stage? Say again. Did yeah, the fish was still up. It was still up. It was like I want to say like early two thousands. Yeah, I want to say like I want to say two thousand or two thousand and two or two thousand and three. I want to say two thousand and two. I would say two thousand two. Yeah, that was the time. That that was the time yeah. right there. Uh, so that started your love for wrestling. But why why do you love wrestling now? See, that's how I put it like this. Um, I I said when I graduated high school, I did I did I was a four sport athlete. I did I, I did football. I wasn't very good at it. The wrestling, the football coach didn't like me that much. So I was like, okay, who cares? Then I tried out to do wrestling, and everybody was, you know, how everybody in high school was like, oh, you're going to wear them, you know, tards, the little singlets, go wrestle them. I don't grab a bone. I'm like, you know what? I don't care what people say. And I went out there. The first thing the wrestling coach tells me, he said, yo, you, you ever wrestled before? I said, no. You ever watched WWE? I said, yeah. Okay, cool. Only thing you can do is an edge spear. You know what spear is? I like, yeah, I can do a spear. And I one burnt varsity spearing somebody. Then when I got out of high school, long story short, I just went in this like super weird moment, like who am I? Like searching and all that stuff. And I try. I had many jobs. I worked at a, um, I worked at the hospital for a while, just cleaning bathrooms. And I was a kid. I was just a kid out of high school. I was playing on my phone, and they fired me. Fired me from that, and they just let me. Going this crazy spiral till I figure out who am I. And then one day I took the last money I had and I got a gym membership. Stupid idea. Like you look at it, but there's this card up there that said like wrestling school. I called the number. I was like, man, this is probably going to try. I called the number and I uh, didn't get an answer. Then I was like, oh well, that sucks. This must not be for me. Then long story short, my dad was um was living with the one of the trainer dudes. He said, hey, you still want to be a wrestler? And just got me into wrestling. Ever since that then, I've just been hooked to it, man. When you went to school for wrestling, did you think it was like the wrestling you was watching on TV? Absolutely. That's that's what I really wanted to do, man. Because like at the time, it's like at that time, at that young age, you need to do two things: you either go to college or you find a job to work. Nobody never tried to like nobody. I feel like at that at the age time, I was like 18, 19, 17 years old, trying to figure out what's what's next. Everybody's so worried about listening to the next person telling them to do something. I was more worried about trying to figure out what I want to do was going to make me happy more. So I feel like that would have made me more happier. So have you been wrestling, I think, on your profile, say six years? Six years now, yes. I started in 2016. 2016. Who, who was your first trainer? My first trainer was a guy, two people you might know from AEW Dark. They went by the Capital Vices, Money and Sin. And uh, they was at, they ran at a school called Crab Wrestling Academy. It has um, recently shut down, but me and currently right now they just don't like you know let's do stuff anymore. Okay, okay. So starting, you you were sixteen when you started training. Did you say seventeen? I was seventeen. Josh Fuller was sixteen. Okay, seventeen. So what say seventeen? You started training in 2016. What changes have you seen in the last, what, six years? Yeah. Went from when you started to now. What do you mean, like in the business-wise or just business like going like for myself? Business-wise or yourself, you know, all around everything? So I say from a business-wise, because I come out the DD area at the time, it would be like prime time, and Noah Pro was still running after the same at the time. Around these times, I was going through it. 
I've seen the I've seen the business change a lot with adding in like AEW and all that stuff, opened up a different door and opportunities out there. Uh, going in there, like I went from being a uh, being a kid, going with his trainers every show, and just being like, oh, I'm gonna get booked on these shows. I think when I started changing up was after that um what's it called that first WrestleMania they had in um Tampa, after I, I defended the crowd title before they're like before they start running their last shows and stuff. I chose to go. Um, I took the booking down to Vegas for Versus Pro, and like that open that right there opened up more to me. More like it's more to wrestling than just sitting here underneath like a learning tree. Instead of this like sitting there, oh, I'm gonna sit here try to soak up all the knowledge. More like you know what, I'm gonna soak up their knowledge and take it elsewhere and go out there and try with the world a little bit more and try to see what I can do. You know, like, only thing they only say take a risk on yourself. You know. Mm-hmm. Biggest risk you took uh, being in wrestling right now. Biggest risk I took, let's see. Well, this is a funny one. Um, last year, I want to say, I um, I moved out of my parents' house just to you know just to try something out because like you know, it was a little was the support a little bit there, but I said you know what, I'm gonna take I'm gonna try to take a risk. I moved down to this way. Right? I moved down to like a little area down there. They had a like a little place down there. They had like a ring and stuff and all that. Um, I basically just that whole time wrestling and just trying to. So what I can like, what can what can happen if I keep pushing myself to that point? You know what I mean. So I'm gonna say last year and all that. Okay. So we were getting Naptown All Pro. So I thought the first place I saw you at was Naptown All Pro <laughs> and everything. But I was in DC in February. Okay. In February. Yeah. yeah, I was in DC, and they had the. What what show was it? Uh, Grapital. Yeah, and I think you were on that show. Yeah, I, I wrestled on Bandino and Saul. I went back through some video, and I and that's <laughs> what I saw. I was in the tag match, and I was like, "Yo, this is Mikey right here, and he was in this match." So I've seen him before. So I was like, "Okay, let me go back and look at some more stuff on him." Then you you come to Naptown All Pro, that first show. Came in relatively, we can say nobody knew you. 100%. When you left out of there, the whole crowd knew you. So, how does it feel like going to a, coming to a new territory where nobody knows you and then making your name to, you know, when you do a show, nobody knows you. Then when you leave in that show, everybody knows you. You got like more people behind you. What does that mean to you? So, I say this. What helps me a lot with that in there in wrestling? I want to say Josh helps me out a lot with that. What I mean by always like one thing I always say this: Josh Fuller is the first person that brought back my love of professional wrestling after my dad passed away and stuff. And it helps me more now because like I want to say since my dad passed away, I like using that to motivate me more and put myself out there. So like for that Naptown show, for instance, you're saying like you just said, people didn't know who I was, didn't know who we were, and all that. The thing is about the thing I always was told, like in professional in professional wrestling and doing like other sports, is like, did you only get one? Sh- you only get one chance to prove yourself and show yourself who you are out there. It all depends on are you going to sit there, act shy about it, or you just going to say, you know what, I'm gonna act myself, smile. If you don't like it, well, I'll try. You know, it's basically my mindset. Basically, is just trying to get the crowd. To, my mindset is always go out there, trying to make one person understand that I'm fired up and I'm liking to be in there. You know. 
<laughs> I hate the way that I'm about to do this. So liking to be there. The delinquents. So liking to be there. Um, the delinquents. Let me ask you. Uh, Let me take my glasses off for this one. Are there cracks in the shield of the delinquents? Because like you tried to bring, I don't know. You really want to get, you really want to get into this right now. I mean, you really want to get into this. The last Naptown All Pro show. So okay, here it is. Hear me out real quick, man. I was, 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 let, me, let me explain my side about this whole situation with Jet and Josh real quick. Okay. See, Jet and Josh. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say they basically the two. Like, these two always bumping heads, man. Like for instance, these yeah, even off the cameras, we'd be chilling. We used to be chilling all the time. Just be chilling, having fun in the car, having fun. We could put on a song. I'll tell you this. I remember this one exactly. Me and Jet really want. Me and Jet really want to listen to this little Uzi song. And Josh was like, "Yo, man, you should put on Hey Yard by you know Outkast." And like those two, this like beef is. It's like a weird beef, dude. Like for instance, like if you watch all the match, if you sit there and watch all the matches back from the first time me and Josh tag team tag together, Jet coming out there with the delinquent sign. Yes, I get it. Jet wants, wanted me to dap him up and all that, but the thing about it is that the time and place is not the time and place to dap up. We needed, we needed to win. Then you see me and Josh wrestle Billy Starks and Brad. Shout out to Brad. I love you, Brad, by the way. We win. We go, we go out there, have a good match, and boom, we beat him. Beat two, beat two really talented people right there, man. Then we go back out there with Jet. Then those two can't get it with the line. Jet wants to cheat, wants to bring the spike out, and guess what happened? I get stabbed in the goddamn head. Now you, I'm asking you straight up, man. If you, if, if you, two of your friends mess around and get you hurt, how are you feeling about it? We don't have some issues. That's what I'm saying. Like I'm gonna tell you this straight up. Like okay, let me tell you what happened. Right when they got, right when I got spiked in the head, we lost the match. They trying to be like, oh, it's cool and all. No, man, this stuff's not cool. That's my head. I was dog. Like the worst thing about it is this: I'm, I'm thankful I wasn't bleeding or nothing about that. But the thing about it is like this: I didn't get an apology from Josh. I didn't get an apology from Jet, and that really like started to team me off a little bit. Then you know, going to this match, I get my elbow goddamn hurt. I get it. Yes, I'm hurt. I need to. Be, I get it. Let me. Yes, I, you saw it yourself. I was hurt. They were being. That was the only time they actually been friends. They were so worried about. They were worried about me trying to help me get to the bag. But the thing about it was this: even if I'm hurt. This oil, this train needs to keep on going. Like the thing about it, like this, if you run out of steam in the train, what happens to the train? It stops. Exactly what happened. Those two were so worried about getting who was going to hit this and hit that. I was in there, my arm is hurt, dude. Like my arm is messed up. I can't feel nothing. These two are worried about finding each other, man. It's just like you get to that certain point in, like, I don't want to even say this relationship. Well, Basically, it's like a relationship. You think about it, you get to a point with somebody who you messing with. You're like, you know what? I need to do two things right now. I either one sit here and take this abuse from it, or I separate myself from it. And that's what I did in that channel. I separated myself from Josh and Jay because those two can't get along. Those two don't worry about winning. I worry about winning and trying to get to the next top. I've been doing this, man. We gotta do this, but hate to do it. Hell, you, did you saw the girl? You saw the girl front row. With the little delinquent sign. I walked up to her and told her I was going to rip that sign up. Because that sign represents something in between delinquents and the fans. Delinquents has a fan, has the fans' heart right now. But the thing about it is that this, these two, is so worried about finding each other. Well, I don't know. So I don't, I, I, I don't even want to talk about it no more, man. 
Sorry about that. I just wanted a whole rant. <laughs> so is this just the Naptown thing, or is this like overall? It's overall, man. It's like they, ever since you start teaming the Naptown and all this, is that's those two been beefing. Like I don't know, dudes. So you come back to Naptown. You you just singles match. You ain't no tag team. Who knows what it is going to be? To be honest with you, who knows who's going? Even we're going to be in the next Naptown. You know how we've been losing. How they how they messed us up. You don't know. All right, Mikey. Then let's talk about it. Let 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 us go into you a singles wrestler now, okay? All right. Well, that that's more. That's, that's you know something. Let, let, let's just think about this, because I always ask this question to people: If you could face three people, Vinny Massaro, Vinny Massaro, Vinny Natalio Massaro. I've been begging for this man for three years straight. This man is awesome. This dude knows I want to wrestle him. I just don't know what's going to happen. Um, I'm in a, I'm kind of stuck for second place though, man. Cause like, there's a couple people at Nat Town I really, really, really want to wrestle. Cause like, I feel they would make me. They feel like they would make me better and help me out a lot with it. I'm stuck in a hard spot with uh, Chase Holiday and the Gatekeeper himself, man. Who the gatekeeper? You know the gatekeeper. Come on, you know who the gatekeeper is. Come on. Who? You know who I'm talking about, man. Think about it. Think about it. I want to hear you say it. Come on, man. You know it. I no. It can't be Takeman, man. It's Takeman. Okay. That's that's right there. Takeman, man. That dude is like that. I've been since I since I started talking since I've been coming to Nat Town and doing DPW and stuff. Tankman always been on top of my list, man. This dude is something special, and I want a piece of it, dude. And like, I mean, screw it. I guess third place had to be got to be Chase Holiday, man. Like Chase Holiday, like I always make jokes about me and Chase Holiday a lot. Chase Holiday is a really cool dude, man. Like I respect Chase a lot. Like recently, like um. I had Chase Holiday up for like workout like, like plans and stuff. Dude's dude's been helping me out in the gym, and I just feel like that need that match needs to happen between both of us. And like, can I get a runner? Can I put one more for like runners up? Go ahead, Adriel, man, fucking Adriel. Dude came from Vegas. Not the, I don't even, Adriel, man. He different. Oh, he's I love Adriel. Like he's my best friend, dude. Like I gotta wrestle Adriel. Well, I can't say best friend because Fuller. Well, technically, Fuller was my best friend, but those two just you know worry about beefing. So, who knows what's going to happen between them two? That's that's a big list. I was going to say you might as well throw Hoodfoot on there since you're picking that founders like that. Oh, um, I wrestled Hoodfoot once, that was, like in Detroit, and uh, beat him. You gotta say it like that, Mike. I mean, dog, I'm running O against the. I'm running O against some um, Hoodfoot man, so. I say it. Mo Atlas knows where I'm at. Oh man. Mo Atlas knows where I'm at. Let's move past this. He ain't got don't do that on the show, Mikey. Don't do that. Um Mo Atlas knows I love him though. <laughs> I, I can dig it. Uh one of the most serious questions I asked on here. All right. Exactly determine how the uh rest of this goes. And this uh signifies that we wind it down though. But um the Rocker Stone Coat. Man. 
So, fun fact, can I make you laugh real quick? Somebody asked me that today at work, right? And I was scanning their items, right? You want to know what the you know what you want to know what the total came up to? Austin three sixteen, man. But I always will say this: I I, I do love the rock a lot, but this is hard, man. <laughs> Hold up, you know what? Screw it, the rock. Always with the rock. The rock. We out here. We are at. Hold on. We keep a running tally of this. We are at eight to four for the rock. As you guys know, when we started, it it it, it was kind of it was kind of bad out here. The rock was down. The Rock came back. It's the people's champ, man. Come on. You see it? You, you see it all the way. You see it? You see it? You watch on Black Adam yet? Yeah, I've seen it. Uh, I actually like it. A lot of people were talking down on it. I like yeah, it. it I like it, though. I liked it a lot. Unless it looked that bad. Like I said, you know. I mean, not no John Cena, but yeah. Like, like you didn't say that. Um, <laughs> Mikey just messed me up. Uh, if you had to look back, because you know we we in a new year now, but if you had to look back on your twenty twenty two, how would you sum that up? Um, as far as any, any, with your wrestling career, I said a great a right step into the right plate direction. I want to say the right steps into the right direction. I say because um. From us being me and Josh starting off our year with DPW, I felt like it's a lot. It was a lot of things we didn't understand as understanding ourselves as a tag team and stuff. We were like a lot of bumping heads at the time of it, and moving into now, uh, on like doing nap talent and doing flying V and stuff. Well, yeah, high heel. Um, but yeah, I want to say uh, right steps in the right direction because this is, was the first year that me and Josh were like single handedly by ourselves holding ourselves into a cannibal for what we were doing. And I say, I give us like, if you, if I had to give this a grade, like if it's like a video game, it'd be like, yo, you got a C minus. I'll give this us like a C in there because like, it's a lot of, we make a lot, we made a lot more connections with people, talking to more people and just, you know, being out there. And it's like, it, make, it just makes us very feel very welcome right now in the wrestling industry and trying to get ourselves into the right, into the right people, the right doors. And you ask me if you already know the answer. Question comes up: What's your guys' goal for next year? To work everybody, you know, work every single person. I don't care, big, small, huge, gigantic. We want to work because we want to show that we're here. We want to be here, you know. Work everybody. If you, what's like one of the top tag teams that you look at on the independent seasons? See, one tag team that comes to mind because. I remember working. I never worked. I never worked them before. I worked them when they were like back in the day at an old place called OTW, but that place is no more now. <laughs> um, I want to say the uh, what's it called again? The, the Brick City Boys. I want to say BSB Brick City Boys. Yeah, I like them boys because like I felt like with them, like I, it's so weird. What I say about them too, and like Josh, I like to do my life like a video, like a comic book. Okay. I say they were the, the, the those boys were with me when I started going on my first independent run as like like with my trainers and stuff. I say that was like chapter one and chapter two with them because like that's that's a whole different like that's a whole different feeling. 
And Josh's been in my life since like day one, since the day one of the wrestling school. And like, it feels so weird. I want to combine those two worlds together and just have those two, you know, see, I feel like we can make so much magic with them. And like, I really want another match against the reality too, man. The reality is one is like a real good goddamn tag team out of the, uh, out of the North Carolinas. Um, Chase Holiday and Sean Kemp again. Those are still my boys. I love them to death. I really want to work them because I feel like I just feel like we can. I feel like we can push. We can push each other to those limits that we really that all four of us really need to get to and to feel that just to feel that from there, man. I think that's that one's like it's a very high one. I really want right there, man, because I feel like thinking about that, man. I get excited about it, man. Good old Chase, Chase, Chase Holiday and Sean Kemp, man. Yeah, <laughs> uh, the Brick City Boys. Um, yeah. my one of my one of my other hosts on here, Nicole. She put me on them the uh, earlier this year. So, They're pretty. I like them a lot, man. I, Their stuff is so clean, so crisp, man. They, they that's a I tag see, team right there, man. I see them coming. I see what they're doing. I think that match with y'all will go crazy. You, you, uh, y'all against Chase and Sean Kemp. That might that'll go crazy too because they've been out there. I think they were supposed to have tag team matches at Naptown All Pro, but that hasn't happened yet. I think uh, I they got one on this upcoming show. He gets the one coming up. Yeah, man, those boys, and I want, and I was saying, I so I always do like three three people out the independents, and like if I had to give like one big tag team to try to work, I want to say the, this one on the independents is real big. I really want to work Alfie and Ali Catch. Mm-hmm. You want Bussy? Yeah, kind of, I kind of do want Bussy. I'm, really, I'm, I'm down for it. Oh, so like for me, I always love Effie, man. Like Effie is probably my fa- is one of my favorite wrestlers. Like on the independent scene, I watched. I remember watching one match at Effie, like when I first started getting, bringing it into the business, and like Effie just just made me. He just had this aura around. Like, Effie has this aura around him, man. It's just oh no, I just get I just get excited when I see Effie. I don't know why. I just I love Effie. Mikey loves Effie. Quote that, please. I love Effie, man. Mikey loves <coughs> hope that. Let's put that out. Mikey, one of the last questions I ask here. What's one thing that's perfectly legal that you're addicted to? Damn. Man, who told you this? Well, oh, man, it's going to hot in here, man. See, I would say chocolate milk, but you know, I kind of made my New Year resolution, so I can't drink chocolate milk no more. Mm. I say pancakes. Oh, how many pancakes? See, I ate a contest once. I ate like, I ate like four stacks, like real heavy stacks. You know, you ever went to IHOP when they had like the um, all you can eat right there. Yeah, that's crazy. So this dude, right one time, I was uh, I came back from a wrestling show. I was very tired, and uh, you know, and uh, got in there. The man was like, "Look, I'll tell you this right now. You eat twelve. St- you eat like eight, twelve, eight, um, eight, twelve stacks. 
I'll buy your food for you and give you a hundred bucks. And I looked, I was like, for real about this? Eight. Uh, I said, no, I haven't ate nothing. Like eight, so like eight, he put like twelve pancakes on them basically. So eight stacks of twelve, okay. So eight plates, it was twelve stacked up. So I was like, okay, I'm pretty hungry, man. And I started getting to chewing and I go, I'm going to work right now. I'm on like on my sixth plate right now with him. Super close, right? I made the, the worst mistake ever. I took a sip of water. My whole belly just gets filled up with pancakes. I was like, oh, man. And, like, I got close. To, I got to, like, the seventh plate. I got to the last pancakes, and I couldn't do it, man. So I had to pay for my meal and all that. But moral to the story is I do love pancakes. I like food a lot, too. I'm a big dude. I'm a real big dude, like, big snacking. Okay. That, that's crazy to eat a 12 stack. Uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. Doom, doom. Uh-oh. We call it dangerous. Them. The put yourself over moment, Mikey. This is where you let the people know your social media, uh, ways they can support you. If you got a pro wrestling team, a big cartel, uh, any website you sell shirts, uh, <clears throat> things you want the people to know. We just ask for you to put yourself over. All right. Tell me you're ready. Go ahead. Hi, everybody. My name is Mikey Banker. You want to find me on social media? You can find me at Mikey underscore Banker on Twitter. I want to believe my Instagram is Mikey underscore Banker as well, but I could be wrong. Who knows? If you want to support me, come get a t-shirt or come get a hoodie or a long sleeve because it's cold. I have a brain buster at Mikey Banker. But hey, not even worry about Mikey Banker. Let's put over some of my, my tag team partner, Josh Fuller, at Josh Fuller PW. He also has a Brain Buster as well. And but both of us together have a, t- a Brain Buster called Delinquents. So if you want to get these nice delinquents like long sleeves, hoodies, go ahead and get it right there. And some things about me, I like chocolate milk, but not not no more. But guess what? I do like pancakes. And Effie is one beautiful man. I don't care what anybody say about him. But hey, Effie, Effie is Effie. But hey, Tune in and watch that town all pro on IWTV and come watch this because hey, guess what, everybody? Because I love wrestling, you love wrestling. Guess what, everybody? We love wrestling, and Mikey Banker is out. Hey, he is out of line for that. He's <laughs> he just gave the whole close into the show before everybody else, before I could. Nah, uh, <laughs> Mikey, man, uh, if y'all. I don't say this too much about people, though. But if y'all don't know who Mikey Baker is, seriously, go on IWTV, go to Naptown All Pro. When you see it on there, see the delinquents versus, like you said, they had a match with Billy Starks and um, Bradley Bradley Prescott, the fourth. Make sure you the fourth. Make sure you that dude's entrance so long, man. So, oh man. That's neither here or there. Um, check them out on the first first show. They had a match. Check out check out Air Nap Channel Pro Show because they on there. Um, Except for the second one they had at the bar. We have to we on the first. Oh, the third, oh, the fourth, the fourth. I know what you're talking about. I don't. I, I don't it's a Nap Channel Pro Show, but it was a different setting. It, it was not a. This is not a wrestling show. Oh, um, but yeah, check them out when you see them telling you from the beginning of the match to the end, you'll love it. Then you can even see 
how how the delinquent storyline is playing out, what he was talking about that he went off about. Who's right? Who's wrong? But you can check it I out. I think I'm right, to be honest with you. I'm not going to tell him you're wrong. See? Uh, guess what? That's why we're friends. That, that, I'm not going to tell him you're wrong at all. So, I mean, check him out. Check it out. Check out the delinquents in your area. You know what I'm saying? They on the East Coast, but they probably get some matches this year. You feel me? They, it's going to go down. It's uh, go down big. Going down big. Mikey, before we get out of here, you got any last things to say to the people? Mikey Baker loves Effie. Mikey Banker, I mean, that's his last words. Lost it. Twenty twenty three, Mikey. What, what, what you gotta say about twenty twenty three? I feel like twenty twenty three is going to be a very special year, and very positive, and a very. I think you know what I'm gonna say. It. I think twenty twenty three is going to be successful for the delinquents because I'm very. I'm feeling very good about us right now. I'm very confident, and I'm very excited for 2023. Like, no joke, like, I'm really excited for it. How many times? Really excited. You, how many times were you delinquent from school or from work? From work? From school? Like a couple. <laughs> He's never delinquent to school or work, guys. Nah. <laughs> but again, if you're on the YouTube version, Click in the bottom. You can go to the podcast version. You're on the podcast version. You just listen to everything. You want to check out Mikey Face? Come on to the YouTube version. Um, but like I always say, people, I'm Trey D. And if I love wrestling and you love wrestling, then we love wrestling. It's too street <laughs> for the culture. Wrestling and you love wrestling, then we love not here, you missing out. Cause this show is... <laughs>